Welcome to another episode of Cocktails with Carly and Tokso Goon. I am Cocktails with Carly. And I'm Tokso Goon. Yay. Hey. We got the rabbi in the house. Definitely. What's going on, Bonjour. rabbi? What's up, oh, rabbi? he got... Oh, he's I stepped my game up because we got a... Uh, uh, a guest. A, a one of them. Oh, we got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we got a one of them. So I had okay. to act like I'm international. Okay. So drop some lingo. Oh, okay. yes. I because can, we have somebody who's going to be discussing all his international travels and his high-valued lifestyle. Yes, most definitely. Hey, and everybody. so we got our boy Hakeem that has joined us today. Yes, known on Instagram as Hakeem the Dream, but everyone in Brooklyn knows me as Hakalaka, the Lord Chief Rocker. But we'll get okay. into that later. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. He's okay. starting. He's starting quick. Already, my little kuma salam, my brother. And bean pies in the house. Yo. Well, so that's that, Tokes. How was your weekend? What's up? What, what, anything interesting? No, I really just chill. You just chill. This is a quiet period. Oh, okay, Building. yeah, because I haven't seen no Instagram pictures of you with your shirt off and, and open. It's coming. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Here we go, y'all. Uh-oh. Turn on your notifications. It's coming. <laughs> I just, just wait a couple of weeks okay. once I get done building some stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Rabbi? Just staying busy. Uh, trying to create a name for a new LLC Ooh. coming to you pretty soon. Okay. So we got a couple, maybe about five ideas on the table. I love it. Yeah, so All right. Me and a couple of... Investors use, if you will. Oh, if you will. Yeah, bonjour. Bonjour. Okay. You know, TV oh, mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to, you know, as Choke said, trying to build. And yes. Trying to it's get. 2021. Yeah, we're course. making money moves. Yeah, got to use the stimulus for something. Oh, come on. Don't tell uh, nobody you get the stimmy. <laughs> For the record, ain't nobody at this table getting the stimmy. All right. Here we I, go. Wish, I wish I was, though. Shout out to the stimmies, though. You know, I'll I take wish I was getting me a stimmy. I know. Shout out to Trav in the back. Yay. So, uh, this is real interesting today. I think our show is going to be kind of interesting today because uh, it's a monumental day in history, mm-hmm. right? Indeed. You want to tell us what happened? Tokes, don't do that face like you don't know. No, no, definitely. Oh, no, <laughs> today was a monumental. I mean, we, we swore in um, not really so much Biden just because, I mean, he's technically another president. But let's talk about. But it, Kamala Harris. Yes. You know what I'm saying? First, yes. first black yes vice president and also first female we did it joe we did it joe <laughs> <laughs> so they finally did it but it was exciting i actually marley was uh transitioning from one class to another and i uh stopped marley from watching well she not watching but she was doing some homework mm-hmm. and going to another class and i turned on the tv and cnn and she was actually swearing in and i stopped and told marley you need to watch this yes and you need to remember this yes this she was already getting in trouble about something but i didn't well, i didn't know this is what to get you here if you yeah. stay focused yep and so she looked and watched for like yes. 10 minutes and I told her what was the significance about what she was looking yep. at. So hopefully that'll resonate in her as a young woman of color. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. You know, yes. And I also that, it. like, you know, change takes a lot of time. It does. But it does. Things do start moving. And sometimes they start moving quick. I mean, they started moving today. I no, mean, but I'm saying, like, you look at, I mean, just eight years ago, we had the first black, black president. president. Yes. Then, you know, four years, four years ago, later some bullshit four years later you know saying <laughs> call it call it like it is then we have you know first female and first black and indian vice president and uh, i would be remiss. so the world's changing quick <laughs> they joe biden also added the first transgender role I too that. i Secretary. can't remember the exact it was a it was yes. uh um 
I can't remember this first part, but she's the secretary Correct. for the most part. And so we definitely, as you're saying, swiftly. Yes. Definitely. And then, you know, that's also, I'll, I'll probably say there's some benefit to what happened with Trump and all that. Because I feel like a lot of this is in response to that. Yes. And that, you know what, as the Democrats says, we're in, we're going to include everybody. Yeah. Because we're all one, unlike well, you know, the Republicans. Well, America is supposed to be di- it's it, it, it's supposed to be diverse. It's diverse by on accident <laughs> from the beginning. No, on purpose. Well, yeah, and on purpose. <laughs> 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 nobody asked to come on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that was on purpose. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was great seeing them walk in the parade. Now, unfortunately, there was not a lot of people that they're honestly waving at when they're walking up and down, you know, but it was really good to see even just the diversity there with, I mean, somebody's walking in and Jordan's like yeah. in the parade with the first black and Indian, you know, vice president, but it was a sight to see. I mean, the ladies were sharp. Did you see ugh, Michelle? Good old Michelle Obama. You know, Michelle came flexing. That plum was hitting on everything. Her hair was, her, everything was just, I loved it. I loved it. She looked good. She had to flex a little bit. She did. Yeah. Did you guys notice there's something different? Like, why did Hillary Clinton and Kamala wear the same purple? Same color purple. Same hue and everything. I wonder if there's any sort of, like, significance behind that. Probably being, Probably a, just first, oh. being a first lady. I was just gonna say Hillary so? just being petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she's trying got to, to be come out moment, like, yeah. She, she's very congratulatory and all that, but she feels like I would that feel, was her so, job I would feel slighted four years ago and eight years ago, and now she couldn't even get the vice president. Right, like you, you know, you think right. she's still blaming Bill? Like you mother, <laughs> I stuck with you through all of that. All right, <laughs> yeah, I stuck with you through all of that. All of that. The whole plan was for me to get into right? that position. Because I ran this country for I all ran this country. So wait a minute. What did you guys <laughs> think that the conversation was like on the on on what Air Force One? Leaving a, a Leaving. landing. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> one left, right? One came and then yeah. someone had to get off and take their belongings, right? And then some other people got on. Exactly. I think he spit on the seats. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, I think it might have been a meeting about what's next. Either we coming back. Come well, that's what the impeachment is about. Yeah. He's trying to make sure he doesn't come back. He doesn't. Get all his clearance taken away. But if if he don't come back, it's going to be somebody else. I mean, it's going to be somebody else, but I'm hoping that we can do it again. Here's the thing, though. Even if we do it again, it's going to be somebody else. There's, <laughs> there's, always, there's always, anytime there's any, like, significant change, there's always yeah. a response to that. Yeah. There is. Um, I'm just happy to say, just kind of shifting gears, I'm just happy to see all these terrorists getting caught and arrested. Uh, but, but my question for everyone is, do you think over the next four years, these Trump supporters who are all angry and upset and stuff, are they going to just cause havoc anywhere they go, at the Target, at the Walmart? Just no. Being, you think they're going to they just have, fade the black? Is or? Gone. They have no leadership. No. <sighs> so I, I would say no. Although their leader representation is gone, the movement is still alive. Yeah, he didn't create it. And that's what I was saying earlier about there being a response, right? Mm-hmm. They might go underground for a while, but mm-hmm. it's that that emotion and that feeling of them feeling, I guess, like they're losing power or, mm-hmm. you know, the country's turning. That doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. That's still going to be every day. And so they're going to plot and plan and decide what's next. Yeah, they'll still be redlining, denying business loans, mm-hmm. uh, denying promotions yeah. <laughs> to the right candidate. So 
it'll still be the underlying undertone things that they've done with the power that they've had in certain roles in society well so my question is did they catch elizabeth from knoxville because yeah. we need to find her because <laughs> she got maced somebody maced her and stepped on her foot and we just got to make sure she's brought to justice find an ex-boyfriend he'll tell it they yes. did catch some i did see some report there was, there was a brother who was there and doing the whole trump thing that was beating the police officer with a stick and the, br- the brother yeah the brother who was there with the rolling, rolling with the trump people that was beating the cop with the stick they Maybe have him he on was camera. just from florida and he was tan <sighs> i don't know they looking for him though just saying <laughs> I'm not going to rat that man out. I, I do have some questions as to why he was there, but right. I'm, I'm not going to say where he's at. Right. And, and if I do find When it. you do have somebody that's there that don't look like you, and you, you, this is a whole like race war, so to speak, how, does, how do you, how, are they your brother too? Like, how does that work? It works, yeah. Yeah. So all the racists, go ahead and inbox us and let us know specifically. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let that, us know. How does that work when somebody that doesn't look like you and you're racist and, and they're fighting for the same cause, like the racist cause? Like, yes, how does that a, work? If you achieve your cause and you're in there, do you just turn on the dude? Well, we have nothing left to do. What do you do at that point? <laughs> do you it's go not- like, well... What about that dude that came in with us? Right. Like, should we what, should like, we turn on him? Right. I don't know. No, I mean, I'd probably say definitely. <laughs> I mean, once you once you get the mob mentality going, you know, people just ready to fuck shit up. I just love the fact that these people and all this shit is being exposed. I mean, this is stuff that has been on the cover up for a very long time. We knew that it exists, but over the last two weeks, this the wool has been completely ripped backwards, and we see exactly what it is, and so. I guess it goes to Tokes' point, like, okay, so what's next? Like, okay, so how are we going to actually, like, what are we going to do about these homegrown racists and terrorists? Yes, what happens from this point going forward? Because there's no excuses right now. We have the House, we have the Senate, we have the presidency. So you can't say, well, they blocked this from getting through. You should be able to push through all these Mm anti-corrupt police reform and all this stuff that we've been preaching. I want to see it get done. Like, there's one, you know, it's like the backup quarterback type mentality. Right. Like, I could do better when I go in the game. You in the game now. We in so the game. That? So what are we yeah. going to do now that we're in the game? Right. Are we going to really make change or did we just talk about it? Right. Just to get into positions of power and then just forget about the people that help get that, you there. I think the way having Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi mm-hmm. be as accountable as she is, I truly believe we have a lot of accountability in the house now. So mm-hmm. I just want to see what we're going to do with it next. But I truly believe that we're going to show up and show out. That's how I feel. I so mean, I, I believe change takes time. Let's, let's not expect too much. So this is just the next process within the movement of change. Exactly. I'm just really happy that people that actually went out and voted this, this last time. You know, I'm so happy. I'm so happy people actually went out and, yeah. and successfully voted, like not once but twice. Yeah. And they showed up and showed out. One of my girlfriends, she was telling me, she was talking to one of her clients, and she's a social worker, and she was telling me that um, this lady, you know, doesn't live in the best neighborhood, doesn't live the best, but she had to go and visit her. And she was talking to her, and the lady's like, most broken English, saying, you know what, F this. You know what, I'm going out to vote. I didn't got registered. I'm sick of this shit. I'm going out to vote. So I believe that. Having Trump in office definitely was chaotic. This is part of the reason why we all wear these goddamn masks. And so many people have passed. But I do believe that it has opened up our eyes in so many different, I guess, dimensions. And now we have, and we know exactly what we need to work on. 
So I'm just happy that people actually went out and voted. That was a huge, huge, huge thing. And um, hopefully we can reap the benefits quite quickly. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to all the people who just annoyed the hell out of us on our cell phones oh, with, yeah. are you getting out to vote? You oh, yeah. call? I mean, oh, yeah. they drove it so much into your brain, almost like a Domino's pizza commercial. They were showing you see up a to my house. Times, yeah. And now you just go get the Domino's pizza. I think we just went out to vote because they just beat it into our head like, we got to vote. Well, so shout when out they to showed up, Abrams. We showed up in droves. Yeah. And a shout out to them. I, I was aggravated by the never ending text messages, but yeah, trying, the job was, was figure, accomplished. And I was trying to figure out where I got my number because I yeah, ain't signed up for this. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Are you going shit. out to vote? Elizabeth, how did you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Karen with the movement. Are you going out to vote? <laughs> where did Karen get my number from? But well, shout out to you, Karen and Elizabeth. You did your job. Oh, but not Elizabeth so. from Knoxville. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I used the wrong name there. Carly's very fixated on this Elizabeth who she's trying to find. So, but they, they, they I help Carly find Elizabeth. Help Carly find Elizabeth, please. They called me one evening. I picked the phone up. They said, "What's up, fam?" Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no joke. I was just aside. I looked down. I was like, they wanted to get with me, so I got with them. Who this? Oh, this is such and such calling from the such and such. From moveon.org. Yeah, look, but you know I'm what? I already voted. I sent my ballot off too. We good. But I do appreciate the extra effort. That was a fan. I do. Because that, that shows they like, hey, look, the- we're really trying to win this election. Yeah. And so whatever it takes. So we got to text you, call you, hit you up, be like, what's up, fam? What's good? You. How you doing? You good? Ten you voting? Yeah. If, if that's what it takes, then we're yep. going to go ahead and do it. Yep. So that's good. I mean, listen. We did our due diligence, and we just have to reap the benefits. That's how I feel. And I'm just ready. You're I'm ready. ready. Okay. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The, when these stimmies drop, if they've, stop, if they've dropped, I better not see Lennox Mall crowded on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. You already know. You already know it will be crowded, because when the $600 came out, I went with a friend of mine up to Lennox Mall. I just wanted to see what the Gucci line and the, and the Louis Vuitton line looked like, and it was wrapped around the whole entire mall <laughs> What are they the getting for 600 Down Peachtree. <laughs> A little clutch, per a little wallet or belt. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Trav, how you know? Oh, you be up in Gucci. <laughs> who you buying Gucci, Gucci for? Uh, nobody right now. Oh, oh shit. He's, he's okay. He's, he's taking okay. applications, people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple extra dollars in my pocket. I'm taking applications. That's where the money a... reside over there. With... <laughs> <laughs> See, you Don't always get him take it. Don't up. get him started. And I appreciate the food. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got a real good show coming up today, you guys. We do have our boy Hakeem in the house. Hakeem, thanks for joining us. No problem. And so, oh, Rabbi. Can I do a little background do on, a my, little on, ba- my, on my friend here? Okay. On, on Mr. Hakeem? He okay. served. Yes, Air Force, four years. Okay. Hurrah, Air Force. All right. Worked on the A-10 Warthog. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. (laughs) Okay. A little investigation. I like that. You know, the rabbi, he is definitely an investigator with his notebook and his iPhone. Okay. I I, I thought that needed to be brought out there that he did serve since we were in the political we were in the political arena realm, yeah. exactly. just, just don't dig too deep because I was stationed at Las Vegas Nevada as a 21 year old and I'm just gonna leave it at that oh my god, D- Carly don't don't go there I'm not gonna go there <laughs> hey I like to play blackjack I mean who doesn't like to play blackjack apparently you a lot so exactly <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so Hakeem, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what you doing in Atlanta, all that fun stuff. Because I know you have a very interesting, just to let you guys know, Hakeem is a very interesting person. Yeah. Um, I, I moved back to Atlanta to start my own business in yeah. home health care. I have a multitude of friends who are also in home health care as well. We have in our black business ownership group, there's about 20 of us in Yay. home health care. We have 20% of the entire industry for home health care within my friends group. Um, and I'm just one of 20 black owned businesses. Yes. And that's what we do. We provide services for disabled elderly children for your in-home health care. Right. And the, uh, the state, the government, whatever you want to call it, pays a lot of money through Medicaid and Medicare to make sure that right. individuals get yeah in their home so they don't have to over flood the hospital especially now during covid right they're trying to keep the hospitals kind of empty mm. for covid patients things of that nature so they want people with non-real real critical issues to remain home right and that's what my business does it assists it. people in their homes so um www.emergelifecare.com it's my company yes check us out and uh we're always hiring looking for rns lpn cnas always Hey, look at that. All was a right. whole ass ad. Hashtag ad. Yeah, a little ad. Yeah, we're going to cut that up. Cut <laughs> Had that us up all and cultivated and, and just caught into the rapture. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how long have you been doing this again? I, well, I started the process right when I moved here about two and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And we fully got licensed and able to build Medicare and Medicaid and everything probably about, yeah, about eight months ago. Okay. And business is doing real good. We have... Uh, Probably 14 employees currently. I love it. I yes. love it. And I, I am it. the CEO. Oh, well, if they didn't know, they know now. Because they know now. Okay. <laughs> baby, baby. And baby, oh. baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, folks out here be talking about CEOs and stuff, but they, they don't own nothing. Oh, well, don't do that to Just, these people. Let them own. They let them own it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the pro- people pro- can be CEOs of their life. Right. <laughs> You're right. People can be CEOs of their own life. You're right. Yeah, y'all. It starts, it starts from within. Oh. Uh, yeah the girls with the paparazzi jewelry they said they see they see yes do they get yes they do (laughs) i don't get his face he's like i don't look at everybody's ceo i know right everybody's a ceo so shout out to everybody so tell me this you know our show is all about like we talk about a lot of stuff but we also talk about dating so tell me this in this new this Uh arena that you're in okay because i know that you have this newly found i mean you you did very well for yourself before but i know you know us having like conversations and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you have this i don't want to say newly found success but Mm -hmm. newly found financial success Mm -hmm. so how has that been for you dating i think the same for a lot of people as you Start to feel yourself a little bit more, and you definitely more successful. Yourself. No, Stop I'm just it. joking. <laughs> um, we look at ourselves as this really, really high value entity, deserving of the most high. Like I deserve a Beyonce and nothing less. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't deserve a complete Beyonce. Maybe I deserve a Solange or something. No, Solange is still good too. I'm she's sorry, you bad. know what I'm trying to say. I know what but you mean. Like, but she's not Beyonce. If we be okay, not so Beyonce, yeah. you get the yeah. point that I'm trying to make. So yeah. we get ourselves into this realm of like how dope we are. And we all do this, men and women. And we we don't see blessings sometimes in front of us. So good you people. you think that it's a sense of yeah. entitlement? Sense of entitlement and lack of self-awareness mm. on what our, re- like our value is high monetarily, but we still have issues from past relationships right. and other, all kind of baggage that people bring to the table that they need to work on that they don't necessarily see within themselves because right. they don't outside look at themselves, but other people are seeing it in them and it causes friction and it causes difficulties right. in relationships. And then another part of that is um, sometimes people can't tell the difference between what you deserve mm. 
and what you can get. Mm-hmm. This is true. Just because you deserve the world don't mean you can get the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes you got to focus on what you can get. And just because you can afford it doesn't mean that it's for you. And you got to remember, once you get up into this kind of level, you want something that's super bad. She got a lot of options, too. We all got a ton of options. So and how is that for you, though? Well, you you know, we're not going to talk about the <laughs> other stuff <laughs> where I'm at. That's why you're here, sir. I was just joking. As, as Hello, a, sir. That's why you are here. My, Take your jacket my, off. Stay for a while. My own little baggage. Because I'm divorced with four children who are all grown. There's nothing wrong. And there are amazing people. But yeah. I went through a messy divorce and yeah. yada, yada, yada. How is that affecting me now going into future relationships right. now? In a different financial realm as in, well. In a different kind of financial realm. So, you know, I'm still trying to evaluate all this to see how it all kind of fits in. <laughs> so let's hypothetically say mm-hmm. you did not have the financial increase or success. Mm-hmm. Would you have still taken the time or are you still taking the time you need to um, ba- unpack the baggage? If So let's mm-hmm. say I got a million. I can travel here. Mm-hmm. Do I bring somebody with me or do I still just go by myself because mm. I'm still unpacking baggage? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I happen to be a world traveler, and but I'm kind of like a lone wolf kind of person, so you can't really you go really off of are, me. Yeah. So I like to travel around the world completely by myself mm-hmm. and meet new people and just stay in hostels and stuff and not five-star resorts, Correct. meet new people, interact. So that's kind of my thing. Gotcha. So I'm not against somebody coming with me. I have traveled uh, with people. I've traveled by myself. Um, but I find myself just, I don't know, if I'm easily aggravated or if I'm aggravating myself, I'm trying to figure out, am I annoying myself? Like, well, <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? How, do I don't you know if that notice? makes sense, but like. For the most part, you're, you're, you're aggravating yourself. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I promise you. <laughs> because, it's, it, because it's internal. Like, nobody knows until you expose it. Yeah. But tell and me And then this. also, I mean, whoever is aggravating you, you did make the choice. Mm-hmm. To spend time with them. So now, is it everybody? Because if it's everybody, then if that's a you problem. No, no, no. It's not everybody. And but... what? What is the? What annoys you so much when you? When <laughs> what, you feel what like bothers you so much? Like, what's, what's the matter? Because you just like I can't even be with nobody because they just annoy me what's so bad. Zodiac? I'm a Sagittarius, so fire sign. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> No, no, I'm going to give you a quick, quick story. Okay. So, all right. So I had a friend of mine visit me from Columbia. Real beautiful lady came visit me from Columbia. I mean, she stayed with me for three weeks, did, did absolutely nothing wrong. Cooked, cleaned, went to work, went in the other room, did, didn't bother me. All the stuff that I say, if I found a woman like that, yeah, that's what would bring me over the top. After about three weeks, I was still ready for her to go back to Columbia. I wanted to be back by myself. I, and uh. I thought to myself, like, what is it? Like, something's, something's not right here. It's you. Well, well, stop it, Carla. No, no, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you. You enjoy, you really do enjoy being by yourself. You really do. And you're one of those people that, and it's not a bad thing. But I like people being around me as well, but in like small doses. Yeah. Like, I don't like continual, yeah. continual dosage. And one of the things it is, is um, once you live a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. and you get to, used to having things on your own terms, you don't like other people impeding on those terms. Right. So where it's just like, though I might want to have you around, I still want to do what I want to do. You're when not I as flexible it. because of your op- options. And I find myself getting annoyed with the dumbest things. I know it's going to sound stupid, but I know I keep the sugar in this one little cabinet. She moved into a bottom cabinet over there. It took me oh, about three, four minutes to find it. <laughs> 
But I was aggravated more than I should have been. I'm like, I can't believe she moved that sugar down there. I, oh, what you shaking your head I, in agreement I, I, for? It, it was weird because I, I have things specifically like I like but that's it. That's nothing. Okay, I, so. I know it's nothing, and it's nothing to get completely annoyed with. I get no, all of what you're I, about to say. Uh-uh, I, I get annoyed when there's something small. You know, somebody moves something small, and I'm just like, like the sugar or. Like, or, or they may use the last of the milk and you pour, you're just like, oh my God, I hate this. I don't know. I don't have that. It doesn't happen very often. But how, my question to you is, do you think with this newly found success, mm-hmm. I want, I will, I'll stop saying newly found, yeah. but like with your success and the level that you're at now, mm-hmm. do you find it difficult dating or is it the same for you? No, like we were talking about earlier, it's definitely more difficult. Mm. It, and you notice when you look around a lot of times some of the brokest people and the people you think don't deserve nobody be in these little happy relationships and you got folks running around with money and all the things in the world they'd be the most single miserable people in the world perpetrating a sense of happiness talking yeah. about this 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 amazing purpose person is just right around the corner from them yeah but there's so many things that they haven't worked on in themselves and they like we like you said just a second ago they now have this false expectation of what they feel like they deserve and I mean maybe you don't deserve that I mean frankly I I think you know we've talked about this before I truly believe that some men and women we mess it up for each other Mm -hmm. you you get the guys that are highly valued or they have you know they're in a certain level financially Mm -hmm. and they get whatever they want you know, they get the beautiful woman, they get everything they want. And then, you know, if they want to continue the relationship, they will or they won't. It's it's a it's a certain level of control and, and power that they have. But I don't know, I guess I'll get off on a tangent with it. But just like women, you know, some women I may say, oh, my God, why did you sleep with him on the first night when you really, really like him? You know, why don't you take your time to get to know him, to see, to, you know, because... <laughs> tra- Tokes, th- oh, he don't, fuck. he don't, we've talked about this so many times. He don't I mean, care. First have. night don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first night don't matter. It just depends on what you want to do. It doesn't. Now, if you have the expectations that that's going to turn in something, that, hey, you set those expectations. I just have one question for my South Side listeners. Was she from Columbia, South Carolina? Or, or from Columbia? Columbia. Oh, we're talking about Latin American okay, Columbia. Okay, okay. That's for the South Not Side. Columbia, people, South Carolina. They we're talking about like, Medellin, Columbia. My home away from home. I love it there. Been there seven times. But. What? <laughs> I mean, for all you know, in Colombia, maybe they put the sugar down there, not up there. And she like, why would he do that? Possibly. But I know she, for the most part, she did nothing wrong at all. Yeah, it was you. Weeks. You are used to your space. So you mm-hmm. have to have a cap. So if you want somebody to come in and visit you, you need to tell them I, I, a week is good for me. Okay, so with that being said, how, to to get into a committed relationship where someone lives with you, how, I, like well, if, you if have I have to, a mentality of like a week is about as long as I could be around someone, then I have to have some unique relationship where we live in separate places and we see each other like only like some unique. So who are you going to get to I'll agree you, with I'll that? You, I know though. Well, there you go. No, but I will tell you one way. One way to do that, right, is that sometimes don't let things only be on your terms mm-hmm. in terms of people coming to you. But sometimes you either have to go to people because that puts you in a situation where you're not in your comfort zone. <laughs> so you go you for a week. So either you go for a week or you go for a while where you have to kind of be on somebody else's terms because you're in their space. Mm-hmm. That'll kind of get you out of that a little bit. Because I, I suffered from that like a little bit where it was just like I was so used to either having people 
come to my place or have stuff on my terms that if it wasn't on my terms, it was irritating. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like even people who even people who were like good people, I would just be irritated with you because it's just like if it's not on my terms, why are you still in my space or what was going on? Because it's I'm just not used to getting my way. Or I'm sorry, I am used to getting my way and when I'm not getting my way, it's just like Yeah, why? we almost become like adult spoiled brats. Just like exactly. we're just And and when you got extra money on top of that, you extra spoiled because now you just get everything specifically, specifically the way that you and want. And then it comes just relatively easy. Getting things easy, a lot of times it's not a good thing in That's life. what I'm like, saying. You when you give it up the first night, the, it, like, it's too easy. It's not a good thing. things come easily. Well, like you, Rabbi, he all, y'all you, always wake no, up. I was, no, because how, <laughs> did you circle, how did you circle back to that, girl? No, I was just saying, just but that, that advice <laughs> is good advice, but at the end of the day, that's still kind of a trait of being married again i'm compromising yeah so if i don't want to be married again why have the same traits single in a mm-hmm. friendship with somebody that's gonna sooner or later i'm gonna be like damn i'm in a relationship again mm-hmm. if i'm saying well i come up to you this week and then you come back to my you know right. you come to me that's still, i'm not doing i'm that. still compromising then again it's like well maybe that's probably not saying this gentleman here but it's like well that's probably why the marriage didn't work in the first place because I didn't want to compromise. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back compromising again, mm-hmm. which is what makes me agitated. Hakeem, do you to that point? Do you compromise? I, I mean, once again, I got to step outside myself and look at myself. I think I do, but I, maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't compromise as much as I. I... Would you want to be in a committed relationship? Oh man, that that's a difficult that's question tough. because with commitment comes expectation. A lot of times comes without commitment comes expectations. No, but if, if there's no commitment and someone expects something, it's very easy to just let them go. When you're in a, a marriage and a committed relationship, and so you have to kind of fight through whatever yeah. commitment they have of you and try to make it work. If you ain't got no ties together, no children, nothing with someone, and someone has some unrealistic commitment, you know, expectation, expectation. of you. You just don't answer the phone next time they call. You, I, I know it's terrible, <laughs> but just don't return a text. Do you think you're a runner? I like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I run. You know what? Yeah. Congratulations to you for admitting that because a, oh. some men will sit here and be I'm like, right. no, I'm not. But you're giving me runner vibes. Yeah, like, I'm run. I'm a man. I mean, he don't seem like a runner more so as like just Maybe I need to jogger, leave. but he's not sprinting. <laughs> I'm not sprinting. Wait, he's that's more like yeah, just, just leave. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pace, more just, nice just leave. That's, that's his <laughs> vibe. Like, oh, right. I'm not running yeah. nowhere because yeah. we at my spot. So, right. just so let's say this was a party full with a bunch of people. I wouldn't just run to that door. It would almost kind of just be like this. Yeah. Do you do you have away. do you think do you have this is an honest question. Do you yeah. have social anxiety? Uh it's weird. I mean, I feel like I could be the life of the party, but I, I I'm just a weird person. I think I'm bipolar maybe. Maybe I need to see Wait a minute uh, now. Mommy might maybe cuz multiple personalities sort I don't know what's going on here because I can be the life of the party. I can communicate like this, but sometimes I go to parties and I just want to be not no, you don't. You, you're not bipolar because I, I, I could be. I could be the same. I could be the same way. Yeah, and sometimes that's one of the things I like about you know Sagittarius. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. could be either or. Sometimes you want the vibe where I'm the center of the party, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to be that. No, I'm a Gemini. Oh God, how that's can I forget? Worse. I know Talks. that's even worse. You got two I'm whole even, different. That's <laughs> even no, no. worse. That's I'm even better. No, that's even better. So no, so but you should be able to have the vibe where sometimes I want to be the life. Sometimes I want to chill. And you don't want expectations where I got to be the life. No, of the, the problem is, the is when it comes at the most inopportune, awkward times, when 
you say, hey, yeah, I want to go to a party. And then all of a sudden you're at the party and you're like, yeah, this is not what I want to do. But everybody's entitled to change their mind. At yeah, any you point are. But, you know, so yeah, as, you want to feel the vibe out and see what, you know, sometimes you just not feeling the vibe of an environment and you don't feel comfortable. So, you, you know, so uh-huh. to, so that you ha- now that you have a s- successful business, is it fair to say that you can take some of those qualities and incorporate it into your personal relationships? Mm-hmm. Right. Some of the things that brought success in business, yeah. bring them to. Uh, I mean, yeah, possibly. Because obviously, the blueprint is working for from your a, business. But from standpoint. a business standpoint, but man, I have a passion for my business to be successful. I don't have a passion to be in some committed relationship there, with someone living go. in my house. See, I don't have got the, the like, we like I love my business <laughs> and the drive for success and. I do things passionately, and then I'm very successful within that passion. We talk. I'm not going to get into stocks, Carly. I know you don't like when I go off tangent, but I didn't know nothing about stocks before the pandemic started. And then I just started watching some YouTube videos. I grew. Now I just and dominate in the stock market. But I, I, that was something I had a passion for. Right. I don't feel this passion to redo so, another. Kind so of do you? So okay. So that's fair. So maybe you haven't. Do, is it fair to say you maybe have not met the person that you just want to be around all How many the time? years are we going to keep saying this, haven't met the right person? It, once you've dated like like a billion people, is that billion and one person going to be the, the person? But what is the quality of these people that you keep dating? Because maybe you're dating the same type of person. Mm. But, but like I said, I, no, it's been all different type of people. The woman in Columbia Rabbi, keep different. the sound the, effects the, down. The, no. the, the women, like, like they're all different type of personalities yeah. and people. No. Yeah, I would say even without knowing the, the type of people that you've dated, yep. it's really not the people. It's all Always for the most part you if you don't see like he's saying right if you don't see value in being in a relationship there's nobody that you can meet that's going to okay so that's fair like, oh. it's not about a relationship what i found out about myself is that i really enjoy missing someone and the re connection connection with toxic them. That's very toxic. You are so toxic for that. <laughs> I love fighting and just like dog because out I, I fighting, and then the makeup where, is like, amazing. I might be dating so, and, and, and women experience this a lot of times. They're like, "Why does this dude hit me back up like three, four months later?" Sometimes it's because he misses a certain aspect. Hey, stranger, of, uh, you know, you, you know, are him, a big huh? head. <laughs> or sometimes they just like it's like a new person that's an old person. It's weird. It's just like I haven't seen you in so long. You like a new person coming back around me, and I miss just what I kind of knew about you and what I've forgotten about you due to our separation. Then you come back around and I'm like, eh, it's time for you to go back home. But then I repeat that same process again. Like, (laughs) so I have done this over and over and over again with the same. So how long? Okay. So at what point are you going to reach out to someone? Hey, stranger them. And then they're going to say, Oh, sorry. I'm married now. Oh, sorry. I have a boyfriend. Why why would I care about that? And when you, and when you are in that vibe, you have a lot of people like that. So it's just like, Oh, that's cool. Congratulations, man. That's good for you. Yes. You hit the hammer on the nail. If I had one person that I was constantly saying, Hey, what are you doing? Now they're married. And I'm like, Oh man, my, Hey, what are you doing? Every three months woman is gone. But when I I hate to, when you're international with it, like, I mean, that's that's, Carly, stop it. You don't need to take a drink with it. But listen, listen, <laughs> everybody knows that I, I love love. I love. Uh, I know you love love. You know, mm-hmm. p- p- black love. I love marriage. I love union. I love yes. all that. But the right type. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying force a situation by all means and definitely never be desperate for all means. So what you're saying, I get but how is that going to work for you in the city of Atlanta where there's a lot of, you know, and, and of course during the pandemic, there's a lot mm. of 
available, amazing women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so okay. how it, how how does that work for you when you really just want a whole like pen pal relationship? Mm-hmm. I mean, not to, to yeah, answer. I mean, Tokes, you're really resonating yeah. with this. I don't know. Let's, I mean, no, because I understand the vibe. I mean, yeah, it is a vibe. The, the, you the, listen. Shout out to the, Ebony. The, the same. It's a vibe. <laughs> The same, I guess, either just for everybody. game what? or the same program that you're running mm-hmm. internationally. You can run that locally. Just just because we live in the same city, don't mean I got to see you all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who we don't see for weeks all the time. I mean, I guess so. It's safe to say that you guys are people that don't necessarily thrive off being in a relationship. You're okay with having friends, and that's it. And and again, not to answer for you. That's not who he is. That's just the vibe that he wants right now. Mm-hmm. And he will vibe like that for as long as he still wants that. Yes. I and, can't wait until I listen and, and to I, and I this. Don't, I really want to hear And I genuinely don't lie to people just for the sake of, well, let me just tell them that this is what I want so I can gain some sort of sexual advantage. Like, if I break it down exactly... You don't, you don't oh. give me knowing you, Hakeem. You yeah. don't give me liar vibes. No, you give me too honest vibes sometimes, and then, which probably and then, shoots you in the foot. But but shoots me in the foot. How if you're not on my program? How am I shooting myself in what the foot? What is your program? Whatever that program is, Tell that is what, what the program, program is. is. His program is just, look, we just vibing. We just vibing. Whatever so, that is. Whatever that is. If that changes, you'll know. Oh. If it don't, and if you ever we'll come across vibing. someone that you feel like I can't just vibe with, I can't on that kind of level no more. I need this more of a commitment. And then I wish you the best. There's tons of friends that I have. That so what if you? Okay, so that's I, interesting. What if you meet someone and they're this amazing person? They're giving you the maybe we'll see each other once a week type deal, and you start to really like this person. He just—he literally, you guys just looked real stressed because, for a second. <laughs> like, what the, yeah, because that's a trick. I, I, I don't want to say. I don't want to <laughs> say that. Said, that's a whole it, finagle. Oh, man. Oh, the bagel. That's, that's a whole trick. Because sometimes <laughs> what people get um, wrapped up into is, I'll say sometimes, let's say f- mm-hmm. on your end, right? Because you're just like, hey, we just vibing, you know, we just cool, have a good time, amazing, this and that. Sometimes people are attracted to that because it's just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you are just trying to be cool, but you have this amazing lifestyle. We just do amazing stuff, but you're just cool. I wonder to see if I can get him to change his mind. Yes. A lot of women always feel like, you know, because the nurturing type mentality that I, I believe that if he found this right person to me, he I can mold the, what, the, his base of what he is. I'm cool with that, all that other stuff he's talking kind of crazy. I have to but say, maybe I do I agree with you. Mold a little bit of that out of him, and that would be the ideal dude. Because all the other dudes I'm dealing with don't even bring that base to the table. They're about lies and all kind of. I mean, of I wouldn't BS. go that far with you guys. But what so I'm what saying is. So, what can now happen, though? Because what we're talking about is that somebody can try and pull that on him where they. T- where normally people might be, oh, hey, you know, can we be committed? And they're like, no, nah, we're just cool. And then you might be interested in that because it's different than what you're used to. Mm-hmm. But if you're smart, you'd be like, I know that game. I and mean, I'm not playing. Rabbi. We'll see each other when we see each other. He, was my, he reminds me of Bobby Axel from Billions. Okay. On Showtime, which is a good thing. Yeah, I've never seen it. You never seen it? No, I've seen it. Bobby Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Bobby, yeah. he reminds me a lot of Bobby, Bobby. Axel. He does what he wants to do. When he wants to do it, he will own up to the consequences. If there are no consequences, he continues to live his life. If there are, he fixes them. He doesn't dwell on them. He has one funeral and keeps it moving. I just need to know, what. at what point are you going to feel lonely? 
But why does he have to feel lonely? He, if because everybody he, has he a sense of loneliness at times. No, it's the difference between being alone and being lonely. Yes. Being, you can be he lonely. He has no issue being alone, but he's not lonely. There are certain people who are lonely who, who <laughs> strive to get, to, to, to get people to be around them to feel less lonely. I No, what if you, people you, don't you, you want to... You're going to cycle out the, the you know your six ladies. Do you think? think? It, 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 it never, depends. You can have more than that. You got a peer group. Ever. Mm. <laughs> I just I, I get it I hear what you're saying I don't necessarily I mean that's it to each his own that's y'all's thing but me personally like I guess from a female's perspective and from a male's like I hear some guys that are like I really would love to get married or be with have a life partner but I really want to find the right woman mm-hmm. you know and it's like to be like, well, you know, I can live this life of just, you know, being single forever and cycling out women. Like, at what point is that going to get old? Well, is it going to get old? Because well, you're going to get old. You remember we had a guest when Crystal came, the the health trainer. Yes. And her friend spoke at the end, and she said something. She said, "Every mm-hmm. woman does not want to get married. Every woman doesn't want to pick a pants on a kid. So every man." <laughs> It's not worried about, well, when I'm sitting to five, am I going to be in the home by myself if I'm going to still be going off my bucket list alone? I promise if, you there's going to be a lot of women my age or younger than me as they get older who's like, listen, he's not. I, this ain't no, we're not getting married or nothing, but he's funny, he's charismatic, he's interesting. That's never going to die. I can get gray. I can, I'm still always going to have the same charisma, the same personality type. That's going to. My grandpa is 80-something years old, can still pull him on the beach. Bobby Cute. Like, I'm going to be like my granddaddy, who's still alive. On <laughs> my mama, my granddaddy, 80-something <laughs> years <laughs> old. Live on King. Live on King. With a 40-something-year-old woman with, with no problems whatsoever. <laughs> Thank Because he's funny, he's charismatic, he has a personality. That will never, ever die. Now, I know what you're saying. So, how am I going to be alone? I I can, you know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm I saying? Get, like, I get it. No, you I, keep it down. I get okay? it. I get it. I mean, I get it. I hear you. I hear you. But I, I do believe that people are, you know, get get lonely, even the most successful people. But people are lonely within marriages right now. I know. Exactly. Out there oh, he said something deep then. I, right. You know what? I not overlooked that. Extremely <laughs> not overlooked lonely. That. Right. On he, paper, right. I got this, this hub, but man. I'm lonely. In they the are house. constantly. They might not even be physically cheating on their wife or husband, but they have these emotional cheatings that are going on that, that they're communicating with other people that they call. I'm not cheating on them Tell because me, what all is I'm worse? doing is having what these is worse? hidden phone conversations with people. Well, mm-hmm. does your husband or wife know about these hidden phone so conversations? What no, is I don't worse? Tell them about is it, it emotional cheating worse or is it physically physical cheating worse? For I mean, man, cheating I is worse. Physical. Period. But for the woman, I would say emotional. Yes. You all probably get hurt more. You we don't are want me. Women cheating. don't want their husband to be. They yeah. don't want them to sleep with another woman. Let's let's be honest. But they don't want them emotionally attached to some other woman. Like, yo, I love this other woman. Like, uh, emotionally love her. What? You been oh, writing no. this bitch? You ain't A woman it. is more likely to forgive <laughs> a guy who, who travels to Columbia <laughs> and gets with some... Who's traveling? I'm just saying. Run that back. I'm, I'm, a woman would be more. Now, she's not going to agree with this, but 
where there's no emotion, no connection, and it was just a physical thing, and he comes back and he loves to. Okay, let's then, just make uh, then, sure that we're then clear a here. local woman in Atlanta that he's emotionally tied to. That so he's let's constantly. just make sure that our listeners understand. So yes. what you're saying is there are men that go to Colombia. Okay, let me throw Colombia out there because I don't and know they uh, have, who might want to travel on, with me to Colombia. No, no, and they no, have no, relations no, with no, women. No, no, no. On their wives no, because no, it's easier to have there are men. None of that. There are men and there are men and women. That go to Colombia, Brazil, Dominican Republic. Thailand, yeah, they gotta none be of out. my friends Girls have ever trip said, in New Orleans. But I have heard yes, some men talking about going to the Dominican and in in, in Colombia. Or girls trips to Miami. You know yes, we not doing nothing but taking pictures. No, and you not, see it. Listen, Child, please. sometimes <laughs> women are the best liars in the Man. world. She's I would never get no bartender or Pablo the, the guy one. who's spinning on, fire out of his mouth in Hawaii doing a hula dance. Are you kidding me? It's been beautiful. And, no, I'm just joking. But you need to go. <laughs> You're putting women on blast now and telling the secrets. Listen, you, Get what going. y'all not going to do is do this to us women, okay? Because there's not, not enough of it. us on the show today. And you're okay. not going to, I can hold up but for we all, all of my women, but no. We all know no, it's true. It, it's not the, true. The biggest women, that, the, the biggest lie that women have told is that that's not true, but it's true. It is 1,000% true. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But what I am going to say is there are men that go overseas, okay, as we've discussed. Just as there are women. Individually and collectively that go over and physically cheat and emotionally cheat if you ask me. And there's some single men who will go overseas and find relationships and marriage and stuff. So the question ends, what are a lot of these women overseas doing that a lot of women Uh-oh. here locally can learn All from right. them? You know what? Now, no, <laughs> see, what can women Come here on, in Atlanta and in the States learn from what some of these other women so are us, doing? Hakeem, what are these women doing in Colombia? What are these women doing in Colombia? They, 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 are, they are soft. They are feminine. And I don't Ooh. mean physically soft. I mean... They are feminine. They are catering to the man. All the stuff that a lot of women here in the state says that society tells them makes them weak. Such like if, as, you, if you do that, you can't be subservient to that man. Now, I understand not being subservient to a weak man, but if you find that man that you're looking at who's strong and is a masculine alpha male, there's got to be some level of subservience you to that situation. That has to be. This and if you want to just bring that energy like, no, nah, it's going to be 100% equal, that masculine energy... He, a masculine no, listen, man I does love not masculine want, energy, and but he I does no, not want a, a, a woman who mimics masculine. masculine and energy. I agree. I he do wants believe, a woman with true femininity. Listen, I do believe Ooh. that women should be soft. I soft. promote. Listen, I promote femininity. Mm-hmm. I want women to be. You can still be a boss, and you can still be feminine, and you can still be submissive. Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting ready to be submissive to somebody that's not even a whole masculine man in the situation. But, but, but here's the thing, though, right? Is that with that mindset? Why are you with the man in the first well, place? Well, exactly. I wouldn't be with anybody like that. No, but no, but what you have a lot of but times But you do is have a lot of women have, that are. You have a lot of women who have that vibe who end up with a man who are then trying to challenge him. It's just like if you don't think he's the type of man that he should be, alpha or whatever you want to call it, then why are you, why are you with him? Well, I would agree with that. Why are you trying to convince somebody to be different than they are? Because they, and, and to Hakeem's point a little while ago, What's happened is these women found they find somebody that they're attracted to. The sex is good. Everything's good. They look all the all the everything. But there's that one or two things or one of those are there. There are those one or two things that they want to change about that guy. And they invoke and some of them, not all of them, invoke their masculinity right into the situation into the equation that that society has told them to call strength 
See, see. No, this, I don't this, this agree word, with that. A strong, I they, think they, they a, throw this word around woman, strong, but sometimes strong could just be annoying. First off, <laughs> so, as sometimes a strong, strong woman, is not strength. You, this, the problem is, is that <laughs> there. Like the problem here is it's a weak woman masquerading as a strong man. You, you're not strong at all. <laughs> I think what's happened is there are a lot of a lot of women have bossed up financially, and a lot of women feel as though they've had to carry the burden of the the void right the masculine void through some bad choices that they've made in no, the relationship no it's not bad choices it could be what they're exposed to it, it's not their bad it's not a woman's fault if she's not married or she hasn't found someone that she connects with she just but, hasn't found in, in my experience but, 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 a lot but, of times when a woman sa- says I'm not going to submit to no weak man she's speaking from experience by she's dated no, people no she's not speaking from experience she's speaking from what she's seen with her friends maybe or other examples maybe her experiences but not just to coin it she's speaking from her experience that's not fair and they need to stop going off of what their friends are doing to judge what's going on in their own relationship that's another problem we all judge she's we, we doing have to this have some and she's to getting judge. that we judge based off of what we see instagram facebook tiktok friends family we have to have something to go based off of i mean i think we are com- we are competitive we are in, in that, but in i'm that not competing for me i'm not going to compete no, with man, my man no no i'm saying when you're saying that we're judging and we're looking right. at this it's competitiveness, but yes, at the same time, like he's saying, and like I think all of us are saying that, you know, some people do measure things based on what their friend is doing. But like he just said earlier in the show, you are showing that you are happy to the outside world on Instagram. So now the girlfriend says, well, they just went to here and they always traveling. But at the end of the day, guess what? They're empty inside. They they feel single in the relationship, but they're showing the world that they well, are happy. If that's really Hence, your friend, you know the truth. Because for me, with my friends, we speak very candid about what we go through because we're real friends. Those acquaintances that people follow and they see and they're like, oh, relationship goals. Like, we don't know what's going on. Just like we don't know what goes on between Jay-Z and Beyonce. And they look like they have everything the all the way together. Mouth. So don't admire nobody's relationship because you really don't know what's going on in their relationship. And if you do and you assume that, oh, this is how it is, then it's so sad for you when you get the short end of the stick. I would rather follow someone or mimic someone who went through a hard time and then made it through. Well, that could be Jay-Z Beyonce, too. Then to follow somebody (laughs) who made it look like it's just squeaky clean because I know that's not true. Right. That's definitely true. Definitely. It's definitely true. No. I just feel like I mean, you, you we have, cannot coin women that are single. Like, I think, I really fig- feel like these successful men or high-valued men, um, in, some, in some ways, look down on women that are single and maybe not in a relationship and, and try to depict and find out what's wrong with them to say, this is why you're not in a relationship. I, I wouldn't say that. Well, he probably, if that's the case, they're probably looking down on men that are not financially where they are. If you're looking at gender, looking at the opposite gender. I mean, I, yeah. At a, at a certain point in your life, as a, both a, a man and a woman, you should be at a certain point to where you are independent. I agree with that statement. So if you're not independent and you could take care of yourself and maybe perhaps another person, you shouldn't be out here dating. 
No, I wouldn't say that. Business. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't necessarily say that. You got people out here dating, and they like, well, wait, I'm just, you know, I'm trying, I'm in between. I'm trying to figure out, figure your stuff out first. No, I wouldn't say that. And date on your level. No, I wouldn't say that's true. What we drinking? What Look, is this we drinking? <laughs> you may need the whole bag. Can we give a what, shot? What, what is this we drinking? What people, what people need to do. <laughs> okay. What people need to do more of is that just do what works for you. Thank, thank you. And date on your level. No, do, don't date on. Don't date on your level. <laughs> do whatever works for you. If it, if dating on somebody on another level works for you, cool. If it don't work for you, do what works for you. Well, you always do there, what works for no, you. We are not nah, talking. Don't We're specifically do, people, talking about people. People don't do what works for them. Do if if you're complaining about dating, I can guarantee you that you're not doing what works How? for you. How you because don't know what you're walking into until you actually meet a person and date a person to know that you don't want to be with that person. First, people need to properly define. Well, you, don't let his ass for, What is the definition <laughs> of level? Because a lot of times. Women start bringing stuff to the table that, in their mind, brings them to a certain level to attract this certain type of man. But we don't even appreciate the same things in women that we You have to know what this men. person appreciates. You I'm, have I'm to know saying, what like, their I'm, love language like, is. Like, no, but like I always say, right, is that you got to bring something to the table that the person who's at the table wants. Right. They may not want pork chops. Because if we're having a Thanksgiving dinner and we already got five turkeys. Don't bring a turkey. I don't, br- no don't bring turkey. a turkey because I don't care about your turkey. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I don't really care about your degrees and your job. I, I know it's gonna sound like an asshole. No, like, no, I, say how you feel. I don't give a damn about your hundred thousand dollars. I will, I will. If there's some chick working as a secretary somewhere for thirty thousand, thirty thousand dollars, and she's feminine and she does all these other yeah. things, and you bring masculine energy and with a bunch of money, of I will take care of that woman all day long over you. All a right, thousand let them know where they can find you, honey. Over a and thousand then. times, because your money. I got money. But it's about so being feminine and it's also and about... And I'm a natural provider of households and, and that's You family. hit it right on the head. A but lot of men are provider. not providers. No, but but here's the thing okay. is that a, a lot of men don't have to be providers. He's talking about what works for him. Mm-hmm. What are you providing? You, you provide to whoever you're with whatever they need. Okay, that's fair. So that that's fair. Sometimes well, I don't think providing is always necessarily financial. Right, but but people kind of treat it as yeah. like it's financial, Majority right? People always so it's the same it's thing financial. where you got to be with somebody who compliments you, and so sometimes some of the challenges with high value, highly successful women is that unlike Hakeem, who was just like, look, I don't care whether you make a million dollars, you make ten dollars. If you got what I need, I'm gonna rock with you. Yes. Well, he's not gonna marry you, so he I might. mean. What? You may think look. He just no. <laughs> he took but, a breath. But but he's not. But he's not. He's not gonna not marry her because of how much she makes. Yeah, I like. It's that. gonna be because Listen, he doesn't want to. So, but the challenge that sometimes I feel like some women have right is that when you become high value and highly successful, you either want somebody who's on par or above. You're not looking for what your needs are, which are you don't need somebody to make as much as you the do. The needs are real easy to be met. We talking about a couple notches above the needs. But from what Sam we're talking about from a financial standpoint? Yeah, do you need somebody not, who not makes as much it. as you? If, if no, a woman's make making me. Come what is you know this. But think about it. What if, percentage if, of let's just do basic math that. here. What percentage <laughs> of men who are single, not already in a relationship, who are heterosexual, who are looking to Don't marry and not to just just do whatever. As you start to trickle the number down, you get to a small little pool of the available let men me that are in something. this category. No, and let me finish. Go and ahead. those men have a 
access to every single woman out there. Let me tell you there. something. I See, don't care. Why would he pick this you? This is the thing. I don't care if he's a man. He's not going to. Listen, I don't care if a man has a child or if he's been divorced or if. Well, that doesn't bother me. I don't care about that. Okay. So when people say, oh, he's hot commodity, he don't have no kids, he's never been married or whatever, who gives a shit? Because he could be worse than the dude that has been married and has two kids out of his marriage. So my thing is, we need to cut the umbilical cord there. If a man has no kids, he got a good job, he's living in the city, whatever, that doesn't necessarily make him an eligible bachelor. But that's not true. It does. No, it doesn't. It See, depends on the person that's no, looking no, but, for that. No, no, but here's the thing, though, right? Because is that once you get to a certain about, level of success, about, certain things don't bother you. But if we're talking about the marketplace of dating mm -hmm. and what people typically look for, the fact that you have a successful man who doesn't, let's say, have any kids, mm -hmm. all of that, that is a hot commodity for a lot of women. Okay, so I know a lot of men that won't date women because they haven't had kids at a certain point in life. And they are very successful. But that is their choice. Of course, everybody has a choice. But I'm responding based off of what we're talking about here. I got to hold it down for, for the ladies, okay? You know, I mean, and it's, what's right, it's, it's, I, I don't care if a man has a kid. And, and, and he, he has, he's meeting the, 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 the qualifications in other parts of my list. I, that, doesn't, that doesn't bother me. Now, I will say, at one point in my life, I did not want somebody with kids. But when you get to a certain point in your life where you're like, you know what? You're getting older. Nothing wrong with getting older. But when you, I also like to date older. So you get to a point where people How old do you like to date, Carla? Mm -hmm. What's the range? Just give us a range. We just... Why? Gives a two to three 60? year range. Oh no, not sixty. Fifty five. She like men in the forties. I mean, I'll date forty five, fifty. It depends on how they look. Forty five, fifty, fifty five. How did they, what is this an auction? <laughs> <laughs> what about a man fifty two and a half? My my thing is, I understand when you get to a certain point in life, you understand that there has been people that have someone's lived a life before you. And you have to respect that. There's if a person has, if, if you see a woman and she meets all of your criteria and she has a kid, then it's like, damn, I, I mean, money is not an issue. I think I may be able to take care of the house. I could take care of the household. I really like this person. I really love this person. I gel well with this person. Why not just say, fuck it. I'm just going to have a family with this person. Why not? Because of your ego? Because you don't want somebody with kids? Or I'm, she got two kids or she got four kids. I can't. Well, you know, four is, you know, that's another conversation if you don't have kids or if you just have one child. But don't eliminate someone just because of the life that they had before you. Judge them based off of the life that they have now and what you can have with them. Okay, I say, I say, I say judge them, eliminate them. <laughs> it's Judgment <Yeah>. Wednesday. <laughs> and, hey, and if you feel like you could get better, you're more than welcome to try. You can try, but the slimmings are getting, you know, slimmer, kind of like what Hakeem said. But sometimes you got to let people go through that. Yeah, so I that do that kind of changes their mindset. I agree with that. Lose a couple good people for your for yeah. your silly. And you'll be like, damn, I dated this one chick. She had kids, and man, I don't know if I could have did it. So I let that go. And then I dated this one chick. She didn't have no kids, and she was banging. And she gave me hell. Pick your poison properly. Simple. Yeah, I mean, and for women out there in the dating market, listen. So you get to a point, you're making 100000 whatever a year. Stop worrying about what your friends and family think about the type of how he's supposed to look when you bring him around. Because the dude that might be compatible for you might be a $60,000 dude t 
type dude who might be a plumber on the way to earning his own plumbing business. Like, we, you, you, we, they get so caught up in it. It's got to be white collar and it's got to be, he's got to be about to make a CEO of the, the law firm or whatever. That's the only thing I can bring around my family. I don't feel comfortable bringing around the, the, uh, a blue collar type dude because the way it looks. But that blue collar dude might love the hell out of you and take care of you this and love true. you and all of that stuff. But you judging him negatively because he's blue collar. He doesn't fit the, the stigma of this white collar type of But this is But this look. is coming from someone that's actually a provider, that wants mm-hmm. to be a provider. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember, there are women that are looking for men to be providers. But here's the thing, though, right? Is that if you've beat the odds and you've become successful, even as a woman, right? Not everybody's going to be able to do what you do. You may be with a man who you're smarter business-wise and financially smarter than he is. But as long as he's meeting your needs, that should be fine. What, this is true. I mean, and everybody here has calling me. some people dudes just making sixty thousand dollars a year, dusty and crusty and bums. Never, like me, I, hold this on. Is, I have I, never I said that. Dusty and crusty was a completely unemployed dude that just had no ambitions in life. That's a hardworking blue collar man that makes good money. Maybe not as good as you, but that's not a crusty dusty. That they, 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 see what I'm saying? They throwing <laughs> this crusty dusty outside. <laughs> but you know how it is, though, is that once you get accustomed to a certain level of success. Mm your taste change mm-hmm. and the things that you used to mm-hmm. savor become dusty. And so it's just like, and that, and now, this, now this that I'm making, person. now that I've, now I've been making 120 for like two years, yes. 60,000 is dusty to me. Okay. And now that I've gone on a couple on. of dates with some CEO type of dudes. So now I feel like that's what I deserve over the long haul, but you're not factoring into all of this. Did you go on four, five, six, 12 dates with him? Did he make you his girlfriend? Did he make you his wife? Well, or listen. did he just go on any because men of high value will go out with anything for no, one day. I'm, I'm no, they not, will not. Not, not low value stuff, but they'll go out with a woman that, that they're not even looking at from, I want to marry this I, woman. I can understand that, but I will tell you, I know some high value men and they are very picky because they can be. If they want to meet up, yes. listen, if they want to link up with somebody and take them on vacation and do that and they know what they're going to get out of that, they will. But there's also some high value men mm-hmm. that actually want to be in a relationship with someone, but they want it. Like, they know, I could take care of everything. I could pay mm-hmm. for everything. Who cares about that? But once you get past that, who are you really? Mm-hmm. Like, if you do have access to all this money, what are you really going to do with it? Are you going to just go buy a shit ton of Fashion Nova or, you know, a stunt on the gram? Or are you really going to be a, are you going to make our house a home? So I think there's different levels. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about levels to it. Because you can meet someone, just because you're a high value man doesn't mean that the woman is low value and you got the the control and all this. No, no. I've seen high value men date women that weren't as quote unquote financially valuable as them and hold them by the balls Mm -hmm. and and tell them what to do. And, And you know what? Going back to what I said about people doing what works for them, sometimes that's the experience that some of those men want. I mean, yeah, a lot of them from what from what my friend what I hear in the streets. No, but I mean, it's natural. Like when sometimes for some people, when you're so dominant in the rest of your life, yeah. you want to be submissive to well, something else. Even even I, I'm, I'm not wealthy by a long shot. But even for me, like in my personal life and, and the positions that I hold, like I want somebody to come in. I mean, I pay all my bills and do all and have to hire the gardener and got to hire the painter and got to hire somebody to come hang up the chandelier. Like, no, I want somebody else to come in and be like, okay, I'll take care of the gardener. I'll go talk to him. Oh, thank you. You know, like, but it goes back to what you said, Tokes. It, it depends on, is that person fulfilling 
the void that you're looking for. <clears throat> Rabbi, what you got to say about it? So, <laughs> Rabbi is the relationship <laughs> rabbi. He talk about all things relationship. What lie. you got to say? Because you have been over there observing and taking notes. See, let's yeah, talk about notes. it. I think it's about class. Mm. Um, I overheard everybody saying what you bring to the table and, and different analogies. But one thing no one ever said was table manners. Oh. Because you can make $100,000 and add like you made twenty, hmm. And then you or can less. find somebody who made sixty and add like they made a billion. Because they had table manners. That was me when I was making sixty at one point. And it's all about it's all about class. I and this may correlate and it may not to some, but it makes a sense to me. I was in a coffee shop and I heard two women talk coming from a TED talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And they were talking about Dr. Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown. And I turned around and I said, "Oh, she just finished her TED talk about the book uh, Gifts of My Imperfection." And they just turned around, and they were probably mid-50s mm-hmm. and 70s. Mm-hmm. It was a mother and daughter combo, and it was like, oh, my God, you 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 read Dr. Brene's Brown book? And I'm like, yeah, it was great. It was a great book. But to see, I think I might have been 35 at the time. So to be 35, young African-American in mm-hmm. Atlanta, and to read a book from a Caucasian woman out of Texas, about gifts mm-hmm. of your imperfections mm-hmm. that broke a barrier, but just correlate that to finance and meeting and dating somebody. It's all about really about your mindset and being cultured mm-hmm. because you got people that's wealthy, then you got new money, you got mm-hmm. old money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and old money may look down on the, <laughs> the new, money. new money and be like, you the peasant. Yeah. But if you still come to the table and you got table manners, I can teach you how to get old money. Right. And maybe you can teach me some new things to get new money right. and collect it with my old money. But if we don't, if we have a disconnect based on a mindset, it doesn't matter who got money. So <laughs> I just find it funny uh, sometimes when I hear about relationships. The one thing that always comes up is always about money. And I just remember Drake saying it in one of his songs that money isn't everything, but having it is. Mm. We got to have it to survive. We all know, we all know that. But it's like, are we going to teach those same values to our kids? Like one time, I was sitting in my sister, one of my sisters, mm-hmm. to be just so I won't be too discreet. She told um, <laughs> my daughter, "Make sure you marry somebody with some money." Mm. I went off. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, "Where you get off? You ain't marrying nobody with no money." Mm-hmm. You got two beautiful kids, so they don't. So what you said could be heard by your sons one day mm-hmm. about their own father. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you doing generationally to teach the next generation of how mm-hmm. of how they should treat dating mm-hmm. and what's important, what values you, what's your moral compass? Right. Because right now, the music that we're hearing, throat baby, nobody doesn't look like they're prepared to be in a marriage. No relationship, <laughs> no financial. Throw baby. Yeah, that's the song. How does it go? Oh, I thought that was somebody's name. No, no, what? that's the hook. Get I was me. like, <laughs> let me get it's these a hell of a babies. nickname. <laughs> let me get these throat babies. How does it go? Uh, oh, is that that song that goes no baby? Yeah, you oh, know what? Oh my god, yeah. I got to so, listen to the real lyrics. So it's like wow. So I think we need to be focused on how we're going to teach our kids. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I just found out now. Today? Today years old? Oh, yeah. That's the, <laughs> I know the song. unedited version. I know, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah I know the, the song. Yeah, the radio version, they, they, of course, they can't play that. Yeah, that's the one I that's thought. Yeah, that's no. Crazy. That's crazy. So that's wild. We, we had a part of time in our life where we set in our ways. We want what we like. We're mm-hmm. going to do what we like. But I think the focus should be on 
I would ha- if we're gonna change it, like you say, we got the power in the house. Yes. What are we gonna do with it? Are we gonna teach our kids yes. that this is not right? This is how things should be, and hopefully things can change for the better going forward. Mm-hmm. I feel that. We also definitely have to understand as well that the way that we've or the things that we've been used to mm-hmm. may not be always the best way. Yeah. This is true. What you got, Hakeem? I got nothing. I'm just listening. I think I. I, I, I Brother Hakeem, when yeah, you said yes, thirty thousand, it hurt you so bad you hit your throat. You was like <laughs> thirty thousand. He said thirty thousand in ten years. It was hard for him to get it out. He was yeah. like thirty. It be that 30, way. 30, it be that way sometimes. So uh, Hakeem, yes. we appreciate you coming in tonight. No problem. Having cocktails with us on the 29th floor of this beautiful building here in Midtown. Uh, tell us where the people can find you. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram, Hakeem underscore the dot dream. Hakeem the dream, of course. Hey. Catch my website, www.emergelifecare.com. Like I said, if you have anybody you know that's looking for employment in yes. the nursing field, or even if you know any parents that have disabled children or mm-hmm. elderly people that need assistance in their home, please contact us at Emerge Life Care. Yay. My co-partner, her name is Keila Nellum. She would, she'll be more than happy to uh, assist you with all your needs. Yes, you know? thank you. Thank you for that. That's important. Rabbi. Yes, ma'am. Where can these people find you? I'm at Gotti underscore the underscore rabbi on Instagram. On IG. Yes, ma'am. Yay. Tokesogoon. I mean, you already know where they can find me. Currently. Where? Everywhere. At Toksogun. <laughs> T-O-K-S-O-G-U-N. Everywhere, even the dot com. Yay. Even Clubhouse, too. Oh, yeah, we did they join Clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? They let me in the Clubhouse. Yay. So you already know it's pop. And I'm Cocktails with Carly. You can find me on Instagram at Cocktails with Carly underscore. And uh, I have fun with y'all. So we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.